Yeah, so, um, yeah, like I said, um, FIU really, really helped my recruiting status out. And um, I remember at the camp, man, it was everybody. Look, it was people from Orlando, people from the whole Jacksonville, like the best players from Jacksonville in my class. Like, it was just a very, very high-pressure atmosphere. And, you know, it was fun, you know, learn different shit. Um, you seen like some of the FIU play, no, not players, but like coaches, some of the Jaguar players there. Uh, it was it was very fun, you know. I met some great people, some cool ass, some cool ass niggas that played football. And um, I think in that camp I ran like a four eight, four nine. I was at that fast, but um, yeah. So after that camp, you know, that's when letters start coming to my house. Um, yeah, you know, it's different schools, some some D three schools, some D two schools, and some D one schools. And um it was crazy. So when I got the Georgia Southern letter, you know, they was like we, we like we like your style. Well, you know, we should do your thing and come for a visit. But me, I was smart with mine. I took visits after my senior year season was over. So, um, you know, it was very fun. Look, the recruiting process is a fun thing. That's something that you'll never, ever get again. Unless you go to NFL, you try to get recruited by NFL teams. But, like, recruiting process, you know, going to the combines and everything, that was a fun experience for me. I loved it because I, I like to compete. You know, I like to compete. So, um, <clears throat> um, heading to that year, um, my team was going through a lot of changes. <clears throat> um, you know, we were supposed to be a playoff team. And a lot of my teammates chose to go to different other high schools. Some went to first coast. Some went to Rebalt, some went to Reigns. And the school that most got our players was Sandalwood High School. So, um, you know, it was crazy. You know, they, they left our team. So, you know, basically I was like the best player left on the team. So, basically the coaches came to me to carry that torch that everybody they had left. So, me, in my 12th grade year, I wanted to at least bring home a division title. So, that year, me and the coaches got real close. You know, we put all the bullshit aside and, you know, just said, fuck it. You know, we here together. We got to do this together. So, it was just like, I was ready to, I was ready to put team on my back. So... I worked that hard. They had me work, look. They had me doing Saturday workouts at UNF Stadium. Like they just had me. They just had me doing a lot of stuff to like get have a great year. I mean, I, I man, I gained like twenty pounds of muscle. Um, shit, I, my weight went up to like two twenty. Like I was ready, man. Like I was ready. You know, I was a more vocal leader. I was always, you know, helping out. And in that year, I squatted six seventy five and squat. And man, I was like, yes, this is gonna be a good year. Yeah, it's gonna be a good year. So, um, you know, we had, you know, we was winning seven on seven games. It was all coming together as a team because basically, I had the fucking. You know, help out and mentor freshmen and sophomores. Our team was very young. We, I think, in our team, in my senior year, we only had like twelve uh, seniors. So it was like, damn. So um, you know, we was the chemistry was coming together. We was all good. You know, it was it was like a different approach. And then one of my friends came back that left in the springtime. The center we came back, and um. You know, things changed. I mean, like I said, I'm not a hater or nothing. 
But Sansa, I wish my boy never came, you know, my boy Corn never came back. Because I felt like if he never would have came back, I think I'd have had a great an individual stat year. But, I mean, actually, I'm kind of happy my boy Corn came back because, you know, he was help, you know, he helped us a lot. I mean, like I said, he made plays, I made plays. You know, we split carries. I mean, like, like I said, I'm not selfish, and plus he's my boy. So, I mean, I, I don't care about the other stuff, but it's like, damn, like, if he wouldn't have came back, I swear to God, I'd have, look, like, the coaches were telling me all this bullshit that was like, oh, you have, like, 25 to 30 carries a game, you know, shit. Like, man, if you, if you give me 30, 30 carries a game, I can get you in the end zone at least two times, and I can give you at least 100 yards. So when he came back, they changed up the offense and everything. Because basically the offense was built was built around me. But when he came back, they kind of just threw that away and just put a whole different playbook in, and it was crazy. So, um, like I said, senior year season was, I think, the roughest year I had because um, that year I got blamed for everything. I'm talking about us losing games. Mother coach Balaam calling me a cancer. Like it was, they blamed me for everything. The fucking quarterback can throw a fucking pick and say Dante is Dante's fault, or they can say, "Oh, Dante, Dante did this, Dante did that." But bitch, y'all was fucking fucking up my carries. I couldn't. Okay, tell me one person that can do something with fucking six, five carries a game. Come on now. But in practice, I'm getting 20 carries, 25 carries. But in, in the game, I'm getting fucking single-digit carries. Come on, man. I, I can't I can't do that. I don't give a fuck if you Adrian Peterson. You can't do that with no fucking six carries. But somehow they, they put the blame on me. Dante, Dante this, Dante that. Dante just don't want it no more. Dante's not a good leader. So they, they did a lot of things. Like, they, they always made an example out of me. Every other week, get my fucking spot took by a sorry ass, other sorry ass running back. Um, not playing. I was getting punished, getting suspended for one a quarter, two quarters, a half. Like it was stupid shit. Like I said I tried my best. I, look, like I said, I was a good teammate. I was a good teammate, but some of my teammates didn't have my back, and that's for real. And no, I'm not saying I'm an angel and everything. Yeah, I said some things, but one thing about me, I was I was never selfish. I never put none of my teammates on a back burner. The motherfuckers put me on a back burner. So it's just we were losing games. We were losing by sorry ass teams. Now the first couple games were sweet, you know. We whooped people ass. Second game we got whooped by Mandarin. Um Third game, no, I'm trying to count. Here we go with by Mandarin. And then second game, third game, we played Jackson. I balled out in that game. You know, shit, everybody balled out in that game. And then, you know, every time I played like a tough team, um, it would get bad. I remember against Mandarin, I think I had like six carries and negative like, 10 yards rushing because Mandarin knew what the fuck we was going to do. Our offense was not that hard to fucking compromise. But, hey, that, that's coaches for you. But, like I said, man, you know, I think everything started going real bad was when we played against Columbia. And Columbia was the fifth game of the season. Columbia was a powerhouse. I mean, I think it's still a powerhouse now. They're Columbia, Lake County. I mean, Lake City. My bad, I'm sorry. Lake City. Dumb motherfuckers knew. Basically, their whole intent was to shut me down. They, they, they shut me down. And the crazy thing about it, I didn't get one fucking carry in that fucking game. Not one carry. Bruh, my jersey was so fucking clean. I think I touched the ground one time. But the time I'm supposed to get the ball, the quarterback fucking up, forgetting the plays and shit, so... Man, for that game, man, they bashed my ass because that's when I um, committed to uh, Georgia Southern. 
And, man, after that game, and then that money at film, man, the coaches, you know, the coaches, man, they, that whole film session was about me. How me not blocking, how me being scary. Me, I said, I mean, I had a bad game, I did. But y'all didn't give me the ball. Y'all didn't. Against Columbia, I, I, Columbia's defense was so focused to shut me down. My boy Corn shine, man. Because to stop me, you you have to stack the box. You have to stop stack the box as a defense. You got to have all your linebackers, all your linemen, like three, four, three, four. Like you, you have to you have to stop me by stacking the box. And that's what they did. Every other side on shotgun I lined up on, they had three backers on that side ready to hit me. So I didn't get the ball. So so we became one dimensional and start passing the ball. And when, when, once you come like once you become one dimensional as a fucking offense, nigga, anybody can stop you. So I you know I didn't get the ball. And then after you know I told you film session they lit my ass up. Oh, George Southern want to run it back like you. Like, they had notes on the screen. They had notes on Huddle saying, damn, Dante, this, Dante. And like, basically, that was attacking my character. Like, question me as a football player. That's one thing a nigga, a nigga would not do is question me my football talent. Because I got football talent. I ain't saying I'm the best ever, but I'm saying I got football talent. But anyway, yeah, that, that whole film session, man. Man, they, they just and then they caught my they caught my dad talking about some. Oh, they just really just after that situation, they went too far calling my dad. That's something I can deal with. I don't need my dad to fucking say, "Hey, Dante, you need to tighten up." But once they did all that shit, I said, "Well, fuck these niggas, man. I'm out for my I'm out for myself." Just, to be honest, they didn't help me in my recruiting process, but we'll, we'll get to that part. But yeah, man. And then we played Lee after that that practice. I did not start. Um, I did not start. Um, I came in like five minutes after the court because the running back that was starting before me was fucking up. So, they, look, that's one thing about these coaches. Every, every time they needed Dante, I came I came in for him and, and tried to do my best. So we played against Lee. Lee was a very, very close game. I felt like we should have blew them niggas out, but like I said, we got nothing but sorry ass niggas on our team. So it was a close game, but we won um, to the last fucking buzzer. But um, yeah, you know, it was crazy. In that game, I got, uh, let's see, I got four carries, but I blocked most of the game. And I made a key block when our quarterback, Mark McCoy, Score off a of quarterback steep, but actually he changed the plays. Yeah, Mark, I know about that. He changed. He changed the play. The play. The play was supposed to be for me, but he changed the play, so he got it. So you know, back the time I didn't know, but um, I made a key block. If you look on my highlight tape, initially I popped this nigga the linebacker, and Mark got in. And you know what they said, okay. Every time made good plays, we get tomahawks. You, you know, you know what they said to me in film after that game on Monday. Oh, you hit them every day. You knocked them down, but you didn't land them. So we can't give. You, so we can't give you a tomahawk. We can't. You know, we can't reward you. I said, what the fuck? I said, if I would make that block, Mark has no shit. Matter of fact, we would probably win the game. You win the game by one point. But yeah, like I said, they never gave me credit for. Like I said, they never gave me credit. You never gave me credit for anything. Anything. That whole season, I didn't, I didn't get one. Thank you, Dante. I didn't give you. I, I didn't get nothing from these coaches. So after that game, we finished up season three and eight. Um, another another situation is when we had Orange Park. And um, and me starting on offense, coach didn't, the coaches did not want us to play practice squad office and we can get hurt. So, you know, me, I asked Coach Glass, hey, Coach Glass, you want me to uh, give defense a good look on Wild Bunch offense? He said, nah, do your thing, man. Just sit over there taking me. So, okay, that's all right. Okay, are you sure? I said, yeah, go ahead, man. So, 
I went over there, and for some reason, some of the scrub players like Kenny McKellen. I'm sorry, I'm gonna call out names. So fuck it, I'm gonna do it because Kenny McKellen. Um, damn, I can't think of other people's names, but a boy named not Trayvon Brown. Is Trayvon Brown? I don't know Trayvon Brown. And it was a lot of scrub niggas that followed me over there. And I said, hey, I better go over there, man. Coach, get on y'all niggas, man. And then it was me and Keyshawn. We was the seniors, so we was all taking the knee. And I don't know why Keyshawn followed, sorry ass followed me. He, he's a scrub, too. Um, he followed me over there. And then Coach Glass looked over there and said, what the fuck y'all doing? I said, you told me to sit over here. You t- I asked you. He said, nah, nah. Like, basically, he just changes. He changed his story up and said, I ain't tell you to sit over there and sit on your ass. I said, I'm on the knee. He said, nigga, shut the fuck up. I said, nigga, you shut the fuck up. And then he got mad and told us to all run. So we all had to run. Um, the whole, Basically, we ran the whole practice. I mean, the players that were sitting on the sideline. And me, you know, he called. He said, all right, come, come on, come on. You good, you good. No, I said, you stay. So basically, I was the last run, last one to run the whole fucking practice. And then this fucking punk ass coach gonna fucking call me over here and say, Dante, come over here with your team and run gashes. And look, my legs is already fucking hurting. You telling me to run full speed, 20 seconds down and back. Man, and then he talking about something, and Coach Baylor talking about something. If Dante come in last, if Dante don't run hard, we're gonna run we're gonna run again. So everybody wanna say, oh, come on, Dante. I mean, what about me? I was never scared of my teammates. I don't give a fuck if you, if you can box. I don't give a fuck you can fight. I don't give a fuck. You, you're not my daddy. You're not my mama. So I told him to shut the fuck up. I want to hear that shit. So um, after that, uh, we had walkthroughs on Thursday. And in my, in my mind, I was okay. I, I paid, you know, I ran for no fucking reason. So, you know, nothing should be wrong. So he called out a first team offense. Balaam, uh-uh, don't say stay on the sideline. They call him a punt. Punt off, punt return. Uh-uh, don't say, every time I came out there, uh-uh, don't say, kick off. Don't say, stay on the sideline. So I got upset and I talked to coach, uh, a guy named Coach Malcolm. I said, what the fuck going on? Why the fuck I'm not playing? Because they feel like you're a cancer. Like, one thing about Coach Malcolm, he was very honest. He was like, um... You, they feel like you, they don't trust you. They don't trust you. They feel like you're a cancer. They feel like you can't get a job done. And I was like, what? I said, I put fucking three years of blood and sweat for tears for these fucking niggas. They, they do me like this. I was mad. I was, I was cussing. He was like, yeah, I mean, hey, I mean, that, that's how it is. And then Coach Lewis was like, I'm trying to vouch for you, man. And, you know, but they ain't, you know, they ain't trying to help you. So, I knew that the game against Orange Park, I was not going to play. So, um, we had teacher planning day that day. It was, it was a Friday. So, coach told us to meet them at the field house at 12 or 1 o'clock. No, 12 o'clock. But that day, my friend Jarrell called me. He was like, hey, Dante, can you help me my granddad move some furniture? I said, cool, all right. But he came around 9 o'clock. He said, hey, um, what time are we at the field house? Oh, I said, it was 11 o'clock, but I'm not playing, so I don't give a fuck. So we was at the whole, look, we was out that whole morning, and I came back to the field house around 1 o'clock. I was two hours late. I didn't give a fuck. And um, my friend Corn called me. He was like, hey, Coach Glass called Roe. He called your name, and he, you know, he didn't see you. So he kind of looked, he looked around, looked at Coach Bailey, and was like, what the fuck he at? I said, I don't give a fuck. I'm not playing. So I came in there. I came in there. And, um, you know, I had, you know, I had that, T- had that Terrell's, Owen, Terrell Owens look on my face. I don't give a fuck. I'm not playing. So, you know, that day, it was crazy. That that day, my teammate, some of my other teammates, pussy-ass teammates, was not talking to me. I'd be like, what's up, man? They don't say shit. You know, you know, they was giving me the cold shoulder, man. Oh. 
It's crazy how these niggas follow behind this fuck, this fucking ass coach. Baylin, it's crazy. But anyway, they ain't talked to me and nothing like that. It was crazy. So, we, we, we had, look, we had a away game at Orange Park. So, we went to Orange Park. And, um, you know, it was just, yeah, I was going through the motions. So, um, you know, that day, I ain't bringing my wristbands and my sleeves, my visor. I said, I can play. I look on the side. I brought my gloves, though. So, um, you know, they're going through plays. And Coach Glass told me, so, hey, Dante, you going to get in? I said, oh, I'm not playing. He said, I'm not. I mean, you going to get in? I said, well, be quiet, bro. And then I just got, I did one play, and that was it. Get back in. I'm just saying, man, I'm not going to be kissing nobody's ass. So, the game started, and the team was doing good. You know, they were scoring points and everything like that. And then every time... Baylor, Baylor would call me. He'd be like, Dante, come here. And I'd be like, what's up? He'd be like, I'm thinking I'm, thinking I'm finna get in. he said, oh, get uh, Rodney. Get, get this person. Get that person. Basically, he was telling me, basically, he was calling me to tell me to get somebody for him to put in. So, I did the two, for first two times. Third time, I said, man, fuck you, dog. I'm not doing that shit. So, um, they put he put me on defense with, like, three plays. I made a tackle, and he took me back out. So, in my mind, I was like, man, I'm ready to go fucking home. So, the first half, it was like 21-17. We was leading. So, we went, I'm walking to the side. I'm walking to the, uh, to the, um, the locker room. And Coach Glass is in a, uh, in a dark area. Like, Orange Park locker room like a damn dungeon. But he was like in the hallway. He said, hey, Dante. You know, he said, hey, six. You got a minute? I said, what's up, man? I mean, he's on some... Hey, man, are you okay? I said, look, man, I know you're going to tell me to be a good cheerleader, be a good fan to my teammates. And, sir, I'm not doing that shit. I'm not going to kiss nobody's ass. And you know how I am. He said, I said, be quiet, shut up. I'm putting you in in the second half. We need you out there. It's the running backs are making too many mistakes, this and that. Like, we need you to carry us to the finish line. And me, I, you know, I was happy inside, but I was like, okay, all right. And then I tried to give him a hand, she can give me a hug. I'm like, what the fuck? But anyway, um, went out there, man, and you know, I said my teammates are not talking to me, so Balaam going to grab and my all right, man, do your thing, man. I love you, man. Um, you know, pro right 51, Bailey on one. So I ran out there. To, you know, I ain't, but I ain't tell nobody I was coming in in the second half. So um, I ran. I ran out there, and my pussy ass teammates. Oh, what's up, Dante? And this and that, this and that. Nah, suck my dick. Shut the fuck up. Like, look, I made. Look, I put this on God. I told him to shut. I said, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I want to hear that shit. The play is pro right fifty five. Belly on one. And, and I broke the fucking huddle. And then after that, and I got the ball. I had one hundred and forty five yards rushing, and a fucking half. In the second half, imagine if imagine if I would have played. The whole fucking game. But the story gonna get the story gonna get very, very stupid. Okay. So every time I got the ball, I gained like 10 yards. Man, we was just smacking the ass. I, my bad. I was smacking the ass. Every play. Hitting the mouth. Mm, mm, mm. So we get to the so we get to the damn we get to the first and goal. And um I ran the ball, got like three yards, and we like almost to, you know, like one yard away from the touchdown. So Coach called timeout. It was like, uh, y'all guys doing a good job. Now, if you until he asked us a question, he was like, do y'all want Mark to take the ball in? Or you want, um, or you want Dante to run in? Everybody, look, everybody, everybody said, Dante, give Dante the ball. So he said, okay, guys, go to, go to the field, held up. So he talked, he talked to the quarterback, Mark. He runs, he runs to the um to the huddle and says, "Okay, guys, pro right, no pro left, fifty one QB belly, QB belly, man." All of us looked at each other. It was like, "What the fuck?" He, he, I said, he just said, he just said, "Give me the ball." Yeah, man, he just changed. He changed the play and everything, and you know, we got to do this best for the team. 
So I looked at him and said, what the, you know, I looked, I looked at the coach and said, what the fuck? So, man, we, look, it was fourth and one. No, it, it was fourth and goal. We did not get a touchdown because Mark, I mean, look, Mark, my boy, I love Mark, but he changed the fucking play. So we was in the sideline after the play's over and coach Balaam cussing his ass. I'm like, what the fuck you changed the play? What the fuck you changed the play? And then he like, oh, you know, this and that, this and that. And I'm like, huh? And then my uh my one of my teammates, Question Charter, he said, Hey Dante, he been doing that shit the whole season. He been he been taking touchdowns from your ass. And that's when I was like, What the fuck? And then the coaches never said nothing about this. They they never said that our quarterback was changing fucking plays. And that really, really, really pissed me off. And the coaches never said nothing about it. And that's crazy, man. Like I'm like, damn. Like I'm the I'm not a selfish player. I'm a team guy, team first guy. And you changing plays on me, bro? Look to to this day, that shit still fucking really hurts my mind because I'm like, damn, I could have had. I better. I could have had a thousand yards. I could. I could have had more touch. Like for real, man. Like that shit's fucked up, and it's fucked up that the coaches didn't say nothing about it. So that tells me that the coaches are fuck niggas. Because every time I remember, I, I was always getting mad. I'm like, my dad always asked me every game, "Hey, I'm trying to hit the goal line. Why the fuck they didn't give you the ball?" I said, "I don't know." I said, I'm two fucking 30. I'm 230, 225, and they ain't giving the ball in first and goal. I mean, fourth, no, fourth and one, first and one, second and one. Like, they ain't giving the ball? So that was a slap in the face. But anyway, they, you know, after that play, um, you know, I took, I took them down the field again. And they don't want to pass the fucking ball. And I got to the first, to the, to the goal line, to the um, one-yard line. And they threw the ball and marked through a pick. And basically that was over. And then he changed another play. And he fumbled the ball and the game was over. So it was like, damn, like, I did all this just to fucking lose a close game like that. Like, like I told you, like, Mark is my boy. I love Mark. He, he will always be my boy, but... Mark, that was selfish for you changing plays, bro. That was real selfish. And me, you know, like me, I'm not going to hate you for it because uh, that's high school shit. But come on, bro. We could have had a better season if you'd have changed, if you would have kept following the plays that the coaches said. But then again, the coaches didn't say shit, so I can't really get mad at you about that. Like I said, you was looking up for your own. But damn, I don't times, I don't blocks. I did for you and everything, bro. Like, come on, man. But anyway, um, yeah, after that season, after that game, we played Ed White and played Sandalwood. Now, Sandalwood was the most carries I got. Sandalwood, I had like 12, 13, 14 carries and like 85 yards or 90 yards or something like that. But, and that's the re- that, that reason because Mark played uh, safety and we had a freshman quarterback playing. So he, he followed the rules, he followed, he, he followed the coaching. So, um, after that, man, you know, um, season was over. Um, we had a recruiting fair, and um, everybody else had, like, 15 schools looking at me. It's all D3 schools. Um, so, um, I only had four schools. I think it was Asian College, Western College. Um, damn, I can't think of other schools. But yeah, I didn't really have that much, and I was gonna go to Adrian College because there was a Michigan, there was they they running backs graduating, and then Georgia Southern came in late. They gave me like a late scholarship, so I got. I remember they sent me a hoodie. I was wearing it at school. I was ready to go to Georgia Southern. I was ready. I was ready. I was ready. But during that recruiting trip, I fucked up. Um. So I vi- I went to visit FIU and FAU and you know it was great it was great recruiting trips. It was very fun, you know, met some fine ass fucking bitches, like thick ass bitches. Like me, I, 
the reason why I chose schools was over girls in jerseys, and when I, if I can play early. So um, you know, it was it was very fun. You know, it was you know everything was happening. So um, I. Uh, so FIU gave me money. They gave me um. I can't remember. It was between ten thousand and twenty thousand dollars. And at the time, my mom was having health issues, so I was gonna give her the money. So they said, you know, if you sign with us, we give you this money. So, um, you know. Before I can answer the question, they said, never mind, Dante, just wait, just wait, just wait until you make your decision. So when I went to uh, Georgia Southern, that was the best recruiting experience I ever had. They had the girls, the jerseys, they had the facilities, they had the school. Like, it was just perfect. So I committed to them because of a girl, because on a recruiting trip, I had a girl chaperone me. It was a girl chaperoning me named Candace, and um, basically I fell in love with her, <laughs> and um, you know I committed to Georgia Southern, and then I'm thinking everything's good, and then the the booster that gave me the money from FIU. He called me and texted my phone, and he cussed me out to my you bitch, you gonna pay for this. And I said, how you gonna pay? Because you, if you if you tell on me, you gave him money part of school. So you, so months down the road, he got fired and said, "Fuck it." He told him, he told him like ten players. And then after that, it was a wrap. I could not play football for a year. So I so I got sent. So um, I I couldn't go to a D one program. Uh, no, my bad. NCAA program. So um, I went to a black school called Benedict College. Um, I got in a lot of fights down there, and I couldn't play on the team. So I sat a year because my scores or something like that. So um, I had to wait, and then I, I didn't make it to do a whole semester because I got getting in fights, so I had to leave after the semester was over. And then... um. Like I said, EWC. Now EWC coach um Alfred a nigga name, but he really, to be honest with you, he really broke me. He he really broke me. Um, he he made it. He made me feel like I was not good at football, and that was very very disturbing. I mean, he knew what school I was from, and he had a player that he recruited named Andre Moore, and somehow he went on the team and quit after one day. So it it kind of put a bad stain over the Terry Parker program, football program, so they did not recruit from my school. So but I went there when I transferred, and he saw my shirt say Terry Parker High School. He said, Parker? I said, yeah, he said, uh, you know, he was just, he, he really broke me, man. He had, he just made me feel like I was a scrub. And I was depressed. I was very, disp- I was very depressed because I'm like, damn, I'm really, I'm at my hometown school. I'm, you know, I'm trying to be a hometown hero. And this coach is not fucking with me because of school I went to because I'm a sorry motherfucker he recruited that he quit. Everybody's not same. Look, everybody's not the same from Parker. But yeah, I tell you, man, he, he took the joy of football. Like, I hated football. I really did. I, I really hated football. And I just said, fuck it. I dropped out of, I dropped out of college. And um, I was I was working, man. You know, he took the joy. Because that, that spring game, we had a spring game, purple and white game, and I mean, I did all right, but once I got popped, hit my mouth and got popped, the first time in my whole life getting popped like that, because it was crazy because at practice, I did not get in practice. 
we ran those weights. I was out of shape. I think I was like 250, 245. I took no, 255. I was fat. And I was not in shape. I was not in the best shape. So I got embarrassed with my family and friends at the game. And um, it was just, he really, really made me hate football at a point. So I quit. I quit football. And I was going to go to boxing. So, um, yeah, so it was like, okay, I'm done with football. So I was working and everything and just working, through, work, work, working at a hotel and um, getting paid fucking not $8 an hour and shit. It was not a good job. Basically, I was cleaning floors. And, um, you know, the show, you know, came on called... It's, now, when I was working, the show called Last Chance You came on. And it was like Juco. And I ain't know nothing about Juco. I mean, I did, but I really didn't, you know, bother to go to one. So, um, yeah, it was it was a good show. I and mean, people people had second chances. And some of these guys, you know, they, they went to jail. They, they did some fucked up shit. So, you know, I said, okay, I'm, I'm going to give one more. I'm going to give it a try one more time. So, um, and luckily the NCAA never cleared me to play Division One football. So they sent me to a JUCO, and they sent me to Ellsworth Community College in Iowa. And, man, I'm telling you, Matt, Iowa was the best experience I ever had because Iowa really showed me how the JUCO business is. So I was ready to go down there and shine, but they already had their team. So I had to wait another year, and then it's just once. I mean, I, Ellsworth was a sorry ass team, but they had some talented people on their team. But once the coaches that I talked to left and went to Iowa Central, and we had new coaches. By the look of the look of the fat fuck and the way he talked, I could tell he was on bullshit. So I said, "Well, I, I guess I'll go to Southeastern in Florida." He's like, "I got good grades." So I stopped playing for them, and I went to Southeastern. I was excited, man. I was ready to play, and um, they hit me with a oh. Your grades did not transfer over from uh, Ellsworth, so you got to sit out another year. And I was like, man, fuck that shit. I'm, t- I'm tired of waiting a year, waiting a year, wasting my time in college. Because to, my, to, be, to be honest with you, man, I ain't want to go to college. The reason why I go to college is because I want to play football and go overseas and go to the CFL. And it was not working out, so I, I gave up school. So, so, um, I gave it up. I gave up college football, and um, you know, I, and then my, you know, it just it was a hard thing to do. But at the time, I was having a kid too, and I ain't with my girl to be by herself. So I said, "Fuck it," and you know, I ain't go to school. So I said, "Well, I I'd rather just go play a round of football, and you know, at least start start from somewhere." So um. I mean, guys, I was contacting teams, teams to turn my ass down. I mean, it it was a it was a rough process, man. Like some people like asking coaches, like, "Oh, my name is Dante Collins, um, this and that." You know, I'll I'll to play for your team, and they'll hit me back. Like some the coaches annoy your ass. Like, or they say, "Do you have film?" I say, "No, we're not really." I just got film from my um, high school years. And then, you know, I I never told the coaches about overseas because, you know, I wanted to play college football. So I I played overseas, too. I did at one point. But I don't talk about that. But it's just that I – it was just hard, man. I was like, man, fuck it. And then I got to have tryouts with the NGL, the new football – the arena football league. I fucking – Pop my fucking hamstring and that tryout and I and I would you know I ran a four 
I think it was a four five nine, but I couldn't show no skills, so I you know I so I popped my hamstring and man, it was just it was crazy, man. But luckily they from that they said, well Dante, since we didn't see you play, we can put you in a D league. And you know, con you know, you can contact some coaches. So they so they gave me the coach number named Trail Hayward. He's a he's the owner of the team I play for now. And um, you know, I talked to him and then he gave me an opportunity. And then we went to a mini camp. I went to a mini camp and showed and showed out. And it is a done deal. So like I said, man, it was it was it was many times I wanted to give up and go back to boxing. But some reason football kept on calling my name Dante. You was destined to play football. Like my conscience, it was saying Dante. You was destined to play Dante. And then, man, sometimes I talk to God, and I'm like, God, why I'm not getting no opportunities, God? Like, damn, I'm doing everything right. But you know, God always told me to be patient. Your time is gonna come. Your opportunity is gonna come. So I think so. Signing this contract. It really, really, like, I cried, man, because, yeah, I cried because this shit, this shit touched me, man. Like, damn, I worked so fucking hard to get to this point. And now it's up to me to have a good rookie year. It's good to me to, it's, it's you know, it's, I, I have to have a good year because I'm, I'm playing for my family and I'm playing for my, especially my son. I am playing for my son. I, I, want, I want my son to have a good life, not to struggle like his dad did. So, I'm just happy that I'm on a team. I get to strap up again, go to war, run people over, score touchdowns, make people fucking fly, crack their head. Like, I'm just happy, man. And I'm really, really happy because a lot of people, man, dog. Going, you know, going through all this shit. My parents, man, Dante, man, you might just quit and go to the military. My my granddad, rest his soul. Dante, go to the army. You, you can put football in the army. Like, a lot of people try to discourage me, saying, oh, Dante, you wasting your time. Dante, you you just wasting your life. Like, like bro, like, it, it was crazy, man. G- b- bitches I was talking to. Oh, you play football? Oh, okay, like, you, you get a real job. Like, my whole thing is I don't want to work my whole life. I want to play football. After my football career is over, I want to be a, a, a coach, a weightlifting coach. You know, I want to be around the game. I don't want to be them guys, them coaches that, oh, you know, I didn't, make the, I didn't make it to the league. I didn't make it play football because it was hard. Like, I want to be the one of them coaches that the players can relate to. So, our season is coming up in April. We play on YouTube. You know, sorry, it's not official, but we play on YouTube. And I, man, I'm put. I'm playing for the city, man. It's, it's so many people from Jacksonville that had football talent, and um, they ain't make it because they fucked up. Oh, they got you know they went to jail, um, got kicked out of school. A lot of people, shit, people went to D1 colleges and got kicked out of school, and then they said, "Fuck it, me." I never gave up on my dream. I never gave up on my dream. I never. And I'm happy I never gave up because, like I told you guys, like, it was hard. Like, it was so many times, you know, I wanted to give up and say, fuck it. But my mind kept on telling me, Dante, Dante, don't do it. If you give up, you're going to be one of them guys that talk to you, a guy that remind you, a boy, a young boy. That remind you of yourself, and you gonna tell them the little sad story everybody always tell them. Oh, you know, man, you know, I got kid out of school, I lost my scholarships, like this and that. I Me, mean, man, I came from the mud, man. I, like I me, mean, like I said, I came from the mud. If you know anybody, anybody that knows me personally, they, they, they know I take football serious. I, I work on my craft. I work on trying to be the strongest person on the team. Like, I take football very seriously, man. Like for real, I do. I do. Like I said, this this made me better, man. I think if I, I mean, I'm mad that I ain't I ain't get to go to Georgia Southern and be this the best running back at Georgia Southern and go to the NFL. 
draft and, you know, pro days and shit. But it's all good. It's, you know, God, God had to show, you know, God had to show me, had to take football from me to make me see the bigger picture. And I appreciate God for that. And now I'm just, I'm just so grateful that I'm not playing, man. You don't say how bad I want this to fucking happen. All the, all the sleepless nights, all the emails I had to write. It, you know, it was just, it was a, it was a big learning experience. It was very big. Like I said, my plan is to have a great rookie year. I want to win rookie of the year. Um, and I want to get a contract, a big contract to either a, a higher arena football team or overseas back in Germany or um, the CFL. And that's my goal. I'm not, you know, even though I'm, you know, I'm a rookie and some of these guys, they, they play, they got more experience than me playing arena football. Me, I'm a quick learner and I can learn, I can learn on a dime like that. So... Like I said, the Carolina Cowboys gonna get the best Dante, the best Dante, and you know, me, I'm not, I'm not really a teammate guy like that, but you know, these guys, they, they seem cool, so I, I'm, I'm like I said, I might give them a chance, but the one thing that was holding me back was, I was letting my high school experience hold me back. I kept on, you know, the well on the past. I kept on being mad at my coaches. Like, fuck them. Like, they ain't doing shit with their fucking lives. So, shit, and, you know, they always, you know, my, I remember my last day at school at Parker, and the coach said, Dante, you won't be shit. Dante, you'll be, you be in jail. Dante, you'll be dead. Like, for real. Dante, you're going to be working fucking eight-hour, you know, eight-hour jobs. Yeah, they said shit like that, and that shit cared, that shit cared, that shit carried a lot of weight on me, man. So that's why all these schools I went to, I was getting the fights. I was not very, I, I didn't trust the coaches. Like, it was just, me playing that Parker in high school really affected me for a few, a few years. But I, I just had to, I just had to say, fuck the past and move forward. And then since I moved forward, good things been happening. Good things. So, like, we start training camp in a few weeks, and I'm going to be busting people's ass. I'm going to run people n- niggas over. I don't give a fuck. They 30, 29 years old. Me, I- I'm a man. Look, I'm a man among boys. I'm physical as fuck, and no, and nobody can fuck me on the field. Nobody. Yeah, when I'm at my best in, in shape and everything, nobody can't fuck with me. And I, I put it on God. I put it, I put it on my granddad. And so, like I told you, I'm paying for. I'm, especially, I, I say I'm, I'm playing for my family. I'm playing for my son and my granddad. The last thing my granddad said before he died was, "Represent the Collins name in a good way. Make the Collins name legendary." Cause I, I take I take pride in my last name. Collins, that's a legendary name. And I will look, and I will fulfill that promise, Granddad. Granddad, I know you're looking at me from heaven, and I'm okay. I just need you to put when I play the game, just put your armor around me, man. Protect me from injuries and everything. Just make me great. Make me make money. I I want to make money. One thing about Capricorns, we want to make money. So, if you don't support me, fuck you. I don't give a fuck. I can suck my dick. If you do support me, I love you. Thank, thank you for all the support. But a lot of motherfuckers don't support me. They don't. A lot of motherfuckers support these other bitch ass niggas on Facebook. Niggas don't niggas don't look. Niggas don't want to be rappers and shit. And I mean. Lame. I'm talking about like lame. Like one thing about here about my school, Terry Parker, that they still support. They still think we in high school. They still support niggas that was popular in high school. But some of these niggas, some of these niggas came and pay their own bills. Some of these niggas can't live in, still living at their fucking mama house. Like for real, like they ain't doing shit with their life. But when I say something positive, like 
one nigga, I ain't, I ain't gonna say his name, I ain't gonna start no beef. Here, he, he played like one year at Parker and he talked all that shit to my son. Well, Pop won us go five touchdowns. Bitch, what you did in high school? Now he wanna be a rapper and everything, and everybody's saying, Oh, you oh you can make some top, bro, and this and that. But when I say, Oh, I, I ran a four five nine or uh, since my football, I don't get no likes. Because people don't fuck with me like that. And I had to realize that shit at the high school. But high school in my senior year, and I was popping, you know, all the hoes, like, every, you know, everybody loved me. I had a lot of friends. And once motherfuckers found out I was not going to college and everything like that at first, man, everybody cut me off, bro. And that shit fucking hurt me, dog. It really did. So that's why I walked around with the strip show like, fuck y'all. Because when you're trying to get to your dream, you don't have no fucking support about a handful of friends. But when you're out there popping and everything and doing your thing and making money, Oh, Dante, I'm so proud of you. Dante, this, Dante, that. Like I said, if you don't support me, suck my damn dick. All my teammates that doubted me, that was hating on me in high school, fuck you. Come beat my ass. That that would never fucking happen. To to the coaches, to Balaam and Glass, fuck you. I I can suck a dick. Because y'all did not... Look, when I be successful, y'all niggas did not make me successful. Dante made himself successful. So, that, like I said, my football career is just starting. Like I said, I'm 23 years old. My rookie year, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a magical year. Cause I'm trying to make it to the top. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to take care of my family for life. I'm trying to take care of my son for life. So when I'm gone, he, he'll be straight. When I'll be dead and gone and cremated, he'll be straight. So, anyway, this is it for the episode. Man, like I said, thank you for, thank you for everybody that's supporting me, man. I really appreciate it, man. And, um, like I said, I'll make sure on my social media, um, I had a link to the games and, um, you know, to my stats and everything and you know just watch my journey because I will I will come up out the fucking uh, dirt out the mud I will be successful at this football shit and me I'm not just talking out my ass I'm being dead serious anyways like I said I'm done with this episode um and make sure you have notifications on on the app on the um podcast app and uh anchor app and um, just thank, just thank y'all for listening, man. Make sure y'all spread the word, man, about my podcast. I really appreciate. It. I really appreciate that if y'all did, because you know I'm trying to save people's lives. I'm trying to motivate people. I'm trying to be somebody that could be a vessel to somebody's life. So um, I'm out, man. For eating some damn noodles. I love y'all, and um. Y'all be safe. Peace.